Before we begin, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the class. I've personally taken a few of these classes, and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion, but wanting more. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. I'll see you there. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Richard Listens Show. And today is an exciting day because I get to record and share my favorite people in my life with you. It's just that great. It's just that amazing how the people who I've known for years or um, have changed past, they get to come back and interact and I get to share what they're doing and I get to share the gifts of the amazing physical, mental, warriors uh, who have triumphed and who continue to succeed and share what they do and share it with me. And so by sharing it with you, I hope I make you wealthier. I hope you get a taste of their inspiration. And so today we are going to be bringing on two guests, two collegiate football team teammates, and they both work in the fitness injury and had to pivot in the wake of uh, transitions and crisis in the wake of the COVID um, crisis. And so I'm excited to share lessons learned from teammates who stick together, uh, implications for the fitness industry, as well as um, ways in which, as an athlete, you can draw upon your training in situations like this. As always, check me out, Instagram, Richard Listens, and uh, check out my Patreon page. We're looking donations, any amount to support the show. Greatly appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Richard Listens. Without further ado, I will be bringing on my guest today, Mr. Khalil Bass and Deontay Brooks, otherwise known as Fourth Quarter DB on Twitter. And they will uh, share from their own mouth what they're working on and share with you ways in which they're transforming their work. Mr. Khalil Bass, football player, trainer, will share work he's doing now with his significant other to bring trainings to people at home, making it more accessible for families and mothers who are home with children uh, and want to reclaim their health. Without further ado, uh, I'm going to welcome Khalil and Deontay. How are you guys? How are you guys? I like my new studio lighting. Does it make me look paler? You got to make do. I had to set something up, with, up over here myself. 
It's good to see you guys. I got to say, you know, just a little shout out of appreciation. I mean, you know, you guys don't just physically train people. You're, uh, you know, having the privilege of uh, seeing you, uh, you know, at the, at the gym in the past, that it's uh, a real gift to be around athletes and people that pick your spirit up. They give you the feeling like you're in the locker room when you walk in and uh, leave all the other stresses behind. So, um if somebody hasn't said thank you to you today, um, you know, you bring you bring a whole world of difference. The work oh, you I appreciate do. it, man. Definitely appreciate <laughs> it. That's always the goal. <laughs> so it's a gift to have. Uh, I was doing a brief intro before you guys got on. Um, now, to have uh, friends and you, know, you were coworkers, but you were also collegiate teammates together on the football mm-hmm. field. Uh, what's, what's that like to be able to continue your – you know, you know, play linebacker together at a at a high level, Division One football, and build that relationship, and then carry it forward. I mean, it was we we kind of clicked when we first met up in Portland, and uh, it just so happened that we were both from LA. So, I mean, really, as soon as we got back home, we stayed in touch, and it's just been out of the set. Definitely, yeah. yeah, same likewise. Are you both the same year in school? Yeah. Yeah. Came in the same no, uh, year. I came uh, the end of his first year, right? Are you there one year before me? I was there one year before you. But we graduated the same time. Right. Oh, graduated the same year. Yeah. yeah. So was he was he allowed to check out of your calls or or how does that work? <laughs> no. <Nah, laughs> I, I made all the calls on defense. <laughs> no. <Nah>, yeah. <laughs> Clell was Clell was Clell was the, the he was a play caller. He was a play caller. So is that is that a natural talent, or does a coach assign that, seeing who's got the, the best reads? Uh, usually it just goes to the middle linebacker. It's kind of part of the responsibility of playing a position similar to, like, a quarterback. Yeah. Or, you know, then the back end will be a safety, but uh, that's just the way the positions usually go. I hear, yeah. I hear, your, uh, I hear your little one in the background there. How's the sleep training going, Khalil? Uh, it's pretty good. He just We just got him a jumper, a new jumper past week so he's figuring it out <laughs> he's out jumping the spring already so <laughs> that's the original strength shoes I yeah, have for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey that's your uh, workout partner right there buddy <laughs> yeah he gets it in multiple times a day so exactly i tell you what i feel for everybody i interview you know they, they got young kids at home and they're like under five or under seven i mean i don't know how they're doing it right now <laughs> 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 I'm just glad that to have the time to spend with him, honestly. I mean, he go he drives us nuts for sure, but I'd rather be here for a few hours with him than, you know, anywhere else. That's I'm right, yeah. yeah. It's a real gift, right, where, I mean, you guys, especially at the gym, 5.30 in the morning, I mean, the hours right. when you're right. training people and, and being an athlete, you're, you're committed to your craft. Um, right. I know I work with players that when they enter a relationship, they say, hey, you know, I already got my first love. It's my right, right, right. <laughs> so, right. yeah, the That's what of- it was. I mean, through the, the, all your time playing, but then, you know, those playing days come to an end at some point for all of us. And you find a new love and, and love a new thing. So, that's just I mean, kind of yeah. the way it goes. I mean, for football players, it, I feel like our natural, our natural love comes from just wanting to be, like, the best in something. So, I feel right. like – Whatever we put, like, our hustle and our mind into it, like, it's like the same game. It's just like a different – we're just playing a different field now. That's all it is. Yeah. 
Yeah. So how, how are you guys doing with the transition? I mean, I know things, you know, move fast and you're working without a gym now. Um, I know, are you both uh, developing your, your personal training products? So what, what, what you mentioned the word opportunity, Khalil, what's opportunity has come yeah. out of this and uh, yeah. what challenges? Uh, I mean, for me specifically, I mean, it was, this has been a blessing in disguise. I mean, I got let go on the 16th and then me and my wife lost our business that same night. And we just kind of made the pivot when we were forced to, you know, it wasn't my, it wasn't my choice to be let go, but I mean, I was always working on a backup plan anyway, and I wanted to transition that anyway. So this kind of just gave me the nudge I needed to kind of set things in motion and get that going. And it's been, it's been great for us so far. It's great. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good point, right? It's like, I know for myself, I've been working on, you know, doing these podcasts and, and I was down to like one or two a month at different time in the month of April, we've had 12 shows. Right. Yeah, so, it kind of it kind of forces you to to take that time and solitude and, and kind of your thoughts get rolling and you just like you know let's just we got to do what we got to do to keep exactly. this thing going. So yeah, it's the same so, so across all it, industries right now. Yeah, you mentioned opportunity. How do we get into that opportunity mindset? Right. I mean, a lot of people with with weight loss with with habits that need to shift. I mean, how do we make those small shifts in our mentality so we see the opportunity in front of us, even when things are really justifiably, like you're describing, happening on one day? That's a pretty bad day, from objectively speaking. I mean, I think uh, as football players, like DB said, I mean, especially as linebackers, we kind of know how to operate in chaos. So that's what we've always had to do, whether it's running through a 300-pound dude or – some virus that tells anybody they got to stay inside. I mean, we're going to go about it the same way because that's just the type of people we are. But uh, when the, the opportunity presents itself like it has, I mean, you kind of get some time to self-reflect and, and look at, at things and look at who you are and what you're capable of. And right now everybody's looking for something to, to either watch or scrolling through social media or YouTube or whatever. So now there's an opportunity for you to be able to really – put yourself out there and, and have, an, have an audience that's not at the normal nine to five, and maybe they're on the computer a little more than usual, or, or, or if they're just browsing for something to do. I mean, now's the time. Yeah, so, so Deontay Brooks, DB, how, well, what's happening? If you're expanding, are you doing more home-based workouts? Uh, you have virtual sessions? Yeah, uh, uh, same here. It's actually like, like you said, we got fired on the 16th. Like you were, never, you were actually the one that told me I got fired. Yeah, like <laughs> I didn't even know. That's all like you get, you get fired by your friend. He was like, "Yo, did you yeah. get fired?" I was like, "No, I don't think so." And I checked, I checked my messages, and I was I was fired too. I was like, Damn. <laughs> "Yeah, but it was just uh, it's just a wake up call though, really. Like you know, I've like probably never ever been laid off of like being on a football team. I've never been cut from a football team, never. So like. Just to have that, just to ever happen to you, just push you in a different mindset to tell yourself, like, all right, now you got to set yourself up in different positions to never ever let stuff like that ever affect you, especially with all this being up, going on and stuff. It's like kind of like the opportunity presents itself to start to, like, be creative and think outside the box. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like what I tell people I'm actually still trained. Like, okay, we don't have a gym. But now, okay, you we could use that chair that you got in your house. We could just 
anything that you got. Use that water jugs. Anything. We can be creative. We can still have fun, and we can still keep it active. So yeah. So right now, so I'm, so I'm still like still training outside source people. I'm still doing a lot of FaceTime virtual training. Uh, doing a lot of nutritional things as well with a lot of folks. Um, still trying to coach uh, my athletes through this time. So I know a lot of athletes right now. It's kind of like hard for them to find times to work out. So I still find like small spaces of time to go out, to still go out there to help my kids. And I'm just working on the fourth quarter brand and still. I used a flower pot yesterday instead of a medicine ball. Right. Whatever, whatever it takes. What's right. the funniest item you've had to tell someone to utilize so far? What I had somebody use, I had somebody use today. Uh, what was like a Fiji water bottle? I had them doing presses with a Fiji water bottle. Just told them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, water bottles. Water bottles is a big one for us too. Yeah, broomsticks, beach towels, pillows, beach towels. pillows. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Really, I mean, really, the uh, the key to the whole thing is just trying to mimic things that you already know. So already know, yeah. You know of a machine or some type of equipment, you just gotta kind of yeah put it together and try it out yourself first. And then the, the best thing about you get to get back to basics. So now you start, start teaching people just to this still move basically without moving like worried about like heavy weight or anything like that. We get to like be fun and kind of like just like, so when we kind of like get back to the real world, you're kind of like, oh, I got all your mechanics and everything, all that is like straightened up already. Well, so what's one thing each of you guys have done? You know, this has been really, really stressful month, really intense new beginnings. And what's one thing that people wouldn't guess that you've done for fun? Just to let off some steam. Run miles. I would have never thought I would ever run a mile, but I've been running. I've seen that. I've been running yeah, I, like I, a I, mile yeah. and a half every morning for the past That's crazy. Like five I, yeah. weeks now. Yeah, he'll tell you. He's, he's, he's Mr. I, never. I don't never want to run a mile. That's Mr. <laughs> he runs sprints. But I just, yeah, I just ha I have to at this yeah. point. Because it's just you got to get out of the house, get around the, the city, do something, get some fresh air. That's right. You can't no, even go to a park right now, really, and get any, like, you know, any of that sprint work in, so. Yeah, yeah that, I'll tell you, that threw me off. Uh, I think it was Easter Sunday. I don't know if it was just for that weekend, but the, the local parks were closed. The, you couldn't even get within, like, We got stopped at a beach. hike. We went to hike in Malibu and, and made it up maybe a, a mile and a half before someone just popped out of nowhere and was like, hey, you're not supposed hey. to be here. Yeah. Uh, pandemic and i'm like man we're in the wilderness there's just the two of us here they just yeah. came out of nowhere pulled up on us so the, the i found a, a park and it's not even a park it's like one of them like neighborhoods where it's like a roundabout and that big roundabout just has grass there so <laughs> i just i just parked my car there and i was like it's not a park messing up somebody's lawn <laughs> it's just like it's not even nobody's lawn but it's like, you know, it's, it's just a large big space and I used it. <laughs> yep. Figure that's, it out. So that's the kind of creativity that has to come. So, I mean, what do you guys say to, you know, high school, you know, collegiate athletes who are dealing with, you know, the grief, the loss of their season and, and, and they can't get around their team, the structure, uh, like, like, you know, you mentioned Khalil, I mean, you played 23 out of your 29 years. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you tell someone who's, uh, you know, at home and, Played a little bit too much uh, NFL 2K Madden for a month. Um, I mean, I would just – I would use the time to apply in other areas. You can't, you know, get out there and be on the field. You can still watch film. 
you can still work on your mobility. You can still, um, you can still talk to your teammates. You can do exactly what we're doing now. If they, I mean, if they're really that serious about it, but uh, it's also time for them to just relax and, and take care of their nutrition and maybe hang out with their family when they wouldn't have been able to and, and just do the, the basic thing. You know? Yeah. If the, if the game is something you really want, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Deontay, you guys both mentioned nutrition, and I know, you know, I was, you know, pretty, pretty self-conscious. I had, uh, you know, gluten-free, you know, you know, supplements going on. And this times of stress, uh, we go to grab carbs and sugar more. What are some uh, little techniques you tell people to keep them making better decisions during this time when – everything in their body tells them to grab something impulsive. I don't, don't, let, uh, don't let boredom uh, make you hungry. Just make you eat all day. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I, I, hear, I hear that a lot, though. A lot of people are like, you know, I'm just sitting here more, so I just seek food now, and I just go and grab it. And I try to tell people, like, you know, like, maybe just stop the – like, when you think about that, maybe just drop down and do, like, some crunchers or something maybe because – that's why like the biggest thing I tell people, you're not moving so much. Typical on a typical day, people probably wake up, they go to work, they drive their kids, they go, they go here, they go shopping, they move it around, they're they're like exhausting calories through the body. So now a lot of people are just sitting down, not really burning that much energy. So the more you eat it now, you're gonna really like kind of like see a little bit more. You're not really like watching uh, what you eat. I would say get out and go for walks. Um, I would also say try and plan out your meals ahead of time. So if you plan out your meal, you know, the night before or whatever, and you have it at X amount of calories, you know, if you eat those meals, you got your calories in, don't eat nothing else. But if you just are eating out of, I'm bored and there's, there's nothing to do and just sitting around, like you said, then it's very easy to go over on your calories. It's extremely easy. And you're not burning any calories, like you said, also. So that's just like a double double whammy yeah that's a really good habit uh you know keeping a food journal or planning your meals uh any other habits that people can pick up when they're when they can't when they're you know stuck physically or like you said maybe you're not stuck physically maybe it's about just moving yeah like, i mean everybody can go outside and walk nobody says you can't go outside and walk so I mean, yeah. what, walking down the hall walking around your backyard just something to to get off the couch basically but, because that's going to be a lot of people's problems. They're going to feel it in their ankles, their hips, their their back, just from sitting around and being hunched over all day watching, you know, 10 seasons of whatever show. So, I mean, I would I say mean, even if you got to watch TV on your feet, just do something while you're doing it. Yeah. Get, and I feel like people moving. like this is the, it's the best time to, like, just find a nice uh, yoga mat and just stretch in the sun. Yeah, like, just something. <laughs> yeah, like. I can't sit around too long without moving. So, I, for me, it's I, I have to move or I go crazy. Yeah. Uh, I feel better the last week doing yoga and some stretching than I did when I was mostly. Uh, right. 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 So, talk yeah. to us about you guys are both launching new platforms. Uh, Khalil, you said you have a you, you got a new company you're creating with with your uh, significant other, is that right? Yeah, with my wife. We we were actually developing developing it uh, the past few months, but then, like I said, this this really like kicked it off because while she was pregnant, like we had talked about the whole time how she wanted to get her body back, 
And like the second we were able to, we started on that. Literally the day we got cleared, we started on getting her body back and she's now uh, heading to under her pre-birth weight. So we just decided to take that, um, what I did for her and do it to, for many other women and, and other uh, moms out there who just maybe had their first kid or second kid or whatever and just give them the confidence they need to, to, to go on about their days happy and enjoying how they look and, and their bodies after the fact of having a kid. That's incredible. That's very empowering uh, for women to feel like they have someone to go to and a support system. I know it's, um, you know, nobody, nobody can appreciate more, um, you know, the challenges of, I can't imagine, you know, putting on that kind of weight, right? We do it for season, but it's a choice. Right. And it's a right. very different thing to put it on and then have to, while you're caring for somebody else to go about caring for yourself at the same degree. So that's a really exactly. empowering message right. there. And thank your wife. I know she's, she's in the background somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so is the goal for that to be uh, like at home videos and nutrition counseling? Yeah, so it, I mean, it, it's already been launched. It already is. Uh, we've got at home. We got the month one out right now. The month, the second month will be released uh, probably by the end of next week. Then we also offer uh, nutritional planning and, and customized meal plans based on the clients' likes and, and needs and and so on. Workout area. <laughs> yeah, I got a nice little workout area set up over here. It seems like everyone these days is trying new workout systems. Some people go to the gym, others may run, but I've recently discovered a great in-home method that is absolutely amazing. I'm taking in-jitsu classes online where I'm being trained and pushed in real time by top MMA fighters straight from the octagon. Injitsu.com provides real-time classes so you can get a top-notch workout from the comfort of your own home. These classes are absolutely going to sell out. So head over to injitsu.com slash Richard Listens to get your first class for free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash Richard Listens. Protecting your child's teeth is important in any sport. That's why Impact Dental Designs has put so much thought into their state-of-the-art mouth guards, protecting athletes in youth sports, all the way up to advanced MMA fighters and champions. And the best part is you can customize your own design for your own creative and fun mouth guard. So head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash Richard Listens. And if you purchase now, you get a free customized design and 20% off your order. You got to keep it, uh, you know, uh, CDC friendly and lice all everything down between workouts. <laughs> Gotta have everything. That's right. So tell me, guys, uh, Deontay, tell us a little bit about you know your programs and how people can uh, contact you. And then I want to ask a few questions for you know how athletes can adapt in times like these. Oh, uh, so my program. Uh, so my my brand is called Fourth Quarter. Uh, I came up with that concept uh, just through life, and I actually like just playing sports all sports all through my life. Uh, I feel like. Kind of like even through now, the times we get to now, uh, everyone knows like the game itself, it matters. But the most important part to the game is kind of like how you finish. And that's why I named my brand fourth quarter because I wanted to let people know that that's kind of like where the game is won. And that's kind of like where you want to win in life. You want to make sure that you end yourself on a high note at your highest point and you want to reach there. So 
Uh, I've kind of been working on that, uh, developing concepts through that. Uh, people can reach me through, uh, still through Instagram, through Fourth Quarter DB. Uh, I do my, still doing my virtual workouts, but more of just trying to press my brand of more just entering into the more of this leadership mentoring role, mentoring youth kids. Like you already know, Rich, like I always, I, we didn't talk a few times about this. I just love like working with youth. I love working with the inner city kids. I love like giving back to people that, you know, that where I come from that, that really don't got the resources that don't have no one back out there to help. Yeah. Them. I want to, I want to, I want to highlight that Deontay, cause you know, you're from, you're from Compton, California and yeah. uh, you know, and, and one of the goals of this show is to reach people, like we said, that, that are in their homes and maybe can't access your gym if you're working in Beverly Hills or, you know, or gets the young guy may not get to meet you or, speak to you and, and hear your path. So first of all, thank you for doing that with, and that work. But how do we, so what do we tell, you know, a, a kid who'd normally be out there in the spring season and playing right now who's probably bouncing off the walls, no school. What, what can we tell them right now to keep them, I mean, they don't have a sense of how time and how long this might last. So what physical things and what motivational things can you tell them? Stay one well, motivate me, stay humble, stay humble, stay patient, don't get discouraged, don't let this discourage you. You know, stay on your path, you know, kind of like where you're headed to. Just keep your, your, your basically your, your focus on that path. And physically, like Khalil said, I mean, no one said you can't go outside, that you know, you could easily, like, if you're, you're one guy, you can easily grab some ladders some cones it don't take nothing if you don't got ladders you can use slides water yeah, bottles, like, whatever you need and then we can, you can do footwork and there's nothing wrong with you working on footwork working on speed drills working on get offs if you're probably gonna fit you honestly you know like you know finding mm -hmm. a hill at a park running up a hill it's like it's plenty of things for kids to get out of here and get this work done it's, it shouldn't it's, there's no excuse that that you should not you should actually be a better player all this work because you don't have to like you don't really have to go bang bang. You're not really gonna hit nobody or nothing. It's just you don't have class. You don't have yeah, school. Like, you know, so you're like just a, you're just an athlete right now. Just you're just an athlete now, and you know that that should be incredible. I feel like if you're a real athlete, that's all you really wanted, really. That's like all you got to focus on. You know, that's all you got to focus on. Yeah, but, I saw. Uh, but uh, but, uh, but, yeah. but let me say one thing. Saying that though, because Khalil, let's make sure that. Do understand that school is still important to the athletes. I don't know. For sure. When, that, when school comes back, but we know when every kids football player like, is thinking, yeah. we don't have class. Yeah, like, um, you know, still understand, like, education is still important for you guys to still make sure that you sure. guys, if you guys is out there, kids that need to, like, work on SATs or still making sure that got to, like, get in college, make sure that you're still focusing and study up on that. You got to make sure you get in. Yeah, and I and I joke about it. I'm not parent proud. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not ashamed of, of saying I was. Uh, you know, I checked in on my guidance counselor like once a week. You know, from my junior year to senior year, I had no idea what you know talking about colleges and choices and SATs. So now with all the changes going on, where some schools are requiring SATs, some are not. When is it coming back? You know, I encourage you to make friends with your guidance counselor. It may sound corny, but they're there and they're paid to. Give you, right. give you the, the information so you don't over-prepare or under-prepare, you know, and, and now the focus, if you're trying to play at collegiate level or beyond, you may have to change your approach based on, uh, you know, the circumstances that we're in and, and the ripple effects uh, throughout 2020. 
biggest thing I learned and going to school, going to college, and people even learning from like people like Khalil or this other people. Like you said, I'm, I come from a kid where I come from Compton, where I was not I like I was nonchalant. I was always just like you know I did things my way. Didn't like to talk to others. Didn't want other people help because I wasn't used to like asking for that. And you know, and it taught me to like open up and like be able just to be like, hey, like how you do this or hey, how how is that going and by doing that, it kind of like opened my world up to like I like I wouldn't be where I'm at right now had I not like started like asking questions and started like you know figuring out getting befriending people. I actually like you know get to know other people that you know that don't kind of like come from where I come from and things like that. Like you know, it helped me out a lot. So you guys just you you, you kind of jumped my 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 next question, which is how do athletes you know, in this time, what skills can they draw upon to cope with the uncertainty? And, and a few of the things that I just want to highlight before I let you guys answer. One, you know, Khalil said, just be active any way possible, uh, you know, and, and, and grab onto that identity. You're still an athlete. You're still in training. Uh, number two, make it fun. You know, as a sports psychologist they had in the LA Times a week ago, you know, he said, make up a game. Right. Just because you're throwing a football, you're playing with football, you know, throwing with your brother and sister. It can be make believe. It can be creative. You can have fun. You know, I'm bringing back like Brooklyn style uh, handball that my dad used to play on the streets of New York. Right. It gets you moving. It gets your hand eye uh, coordination. Uh, so, you know, being creative, having some fun. Uh, what are the things? Uh, and and you, like Deontay just said, asking for support, which is really hard for a lot of athletes. If you're used to being physical and getting your emotions out, or if you're used to kind of taking it out on the field or through an athletic outlet, you may not know how to ask for help when you feel uncomfortable emotions. And I just want to tell everybody and every athlete out there, and we saw it, right? DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Love, several people come out and say, listen, this happens to us too. So, you know, if you don't know where to reach out, reach out to me, reach out to one of these gentlemen, because getting support is okay and may in fact connect you to someone else who can help you get to your next level. Definitely. Right. Yeah, so what do you guys think? What, what is one way that maybe, you know, an athlete can draw upon their training uh, during this time uh, to, to grow to the next level? Uh, I mean, you can apply it. They can apply it to the, the mental aspects of the game. I know there's, there's several books out that are from, written by some of the greatest athletes of all time. They can dive into those books and then work on the, maybe the mental aspect of their game and, and uh, on how to persevere, maybe how to maybe study how to be a leader um, if you're in that role on your team. Um, you can also apply it to, to uh, like you said, creating games and, and, uh, and things like that. You know the situations you're going to be in most of the time for the season coming up, you know what you need to work on, whether it's your coverages or if it's your drops or if it's your, your footwork or if you're playing basketball and it's your jumping and things like that. You can, you can do all that anywhere, basically. I mean, so there's not really any excuse for those aspects of the, of the game. So you mentioned, yeah, the mental side of the game. Thank you for, for, for doing that uh, as that's our focus on the, the Richard Listen show and, and uh, mental That was my game when I played. I like that. I like that segue. Uh, do you have a favorite book yourself, Khalil, that you've uh, gone to or that's motivated you? 
Um, right now I'm reading a book called Man Up by uh, Bedros Koulian. I actually saw him speak uh, at one of the conferences I went to with, with Deontay, uh, I think it was a month ago. I kind of lost track of time, but um, there's that book. I've read uh, Ray Lewis's book also. That was another good one. Um, there's another one called, uh, I have it on top of my head right now, but it's right over there. Yeah, there's a, there's a few books you can read. I mean, you can kind of just Google based off of who your favorite athlete is. I know Kobe has one. Michael Jordan has one. Definitely. Uh, most Man. of the top athletes have a book about their story, about their struggle, about, you know, kind of how they thought about the game. How about this, uh, how about this Michael Jordan? Um, Cole. Uh, yeah, right? Cole. It's going to unleash some – <laughs> That's cold, man. He cold. I'm glad it's coming out though, because players need to see how that 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 mentality. That's the mentality you gotta have. That that's you what talking it's about, about. The, the the special right now. Yeah, the ESPN special, yeah, yeah. Deontay read yeah. my, my my mind. I just yeah. been pulling. Sorry, I was moving my camera, but I was pulling out my two books that I'm reading. So I got you know Carrie Cheadle here on rebound about <laughs> overcoming injury, but it certainly applies to what we're going through transitions, right. all the different kinds of stages of grief and uh, help that we may need right now and how to ask for it and different uh, tools you can be using. And then I got 101 team-based team building activities, right? Because mm -hmm. there are ways you can be a better teammate maybe that you haven't even thought about right now. And, uh, right. you know, the way you operate in your team or the, are you coachable? Uh, your work ethic, right? That's the one thing I heard last night when they interviewed Dean Smith and Roy Williams about Michael Jordan, you know, coming in and saying, I always, I always admire players that come into the, one of the premier historic programs and say, I'm going to be one of the best ever that played here. You know? Right. Yeah. That's what it takes. That's what you do. That's who you believe you're going to be, and that's, you know, that's how you got to approach it. That's how you got to approach it. So was I'll there never a knock a guy for talking like that and, and then backing it up. You talk like you that back and back it up, up then. Hey. Yeah, you got to back it up. I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. I was reading a, a book uh, I have up on my, my Facebook cover. Uh, it's called um, Shea Serrano, Basketball and Other Things. I don't know if you guys have seen this one. Shea Serrano. Pretty funny book about, like, it like, you know, basketball players, if you were to draft historically, like the best movie basketball players of all time or, if you, oh, just, yeah. <laughs> you know, but so one of the chapters had uh, the unwritten rules of uh, pickup basketball. And so, mm -hmm. you know, so it said, you know, like, are you allowed to call a foul? And it says like, never, you can never uh. call a foul. <laughs> and uh, trash talking, trash talking, absolutely required, you know, <laughs> so, so. It's funny about the, the unwritten rules of, uh, yes, you know, of what we can do as an athlete that show our competitive nature. Yeah. How about you, Deontay? Any favorite uh, movies, books, uh, inspirational figures? Man, this, this, shit, this, this Michael Jordan thing is really this, this really caught my eyes really right now. Thing. Watching that is really like, that's put a lot of inspiration back into me. Other than that, uh, I've been watching like a lot of this. Are you allowed to say that as a, as a Laker fan? Are you allowed to say that? Huh? Are you allowed to say that as a Laker fan? I mean, look, but the thing about it is, the watching Michael Jordan makes it this all makes me this all think about Kobe. 
Like it just wasn't <laughs> Kobe's. It it's crazy, right? Kobe. The movements, the movements look the same. The body movements, the movements and gestures. Look the same. The attitude, the talking, like this is crazy. So do you think that did Kobe study a lot of uh, Jordan? You think, or just growing up? Oh, definitely. Oh, one hundred percent. Definitely. Definitely. I think definitely. he was obsessed with Jordan, so he yeah. wanted to study yeah. it to the point where he was out there trying to mimic it. That's what all good athletes do. Yeah. Yeah, so he like, in my backyard. That's my yeah, backyard. I'd be doing a move, and I'd be saying, "Scotty Pippen." I was, I was Ray Lewis in college. He'll tell you, Scotty, hey, my number. Scotty Pippen was a beast too. Watch, watching yep. this, Scotty Pippen was a beast. Dude, I mean beast that too. that move. Yeah, fade away from you know the the free throw line extended. I don't know or that bank shot he could hit. That was that was crisp. That's what I tried to mimic. That was nice. That was yeah. nice. So everyone, yeah, you try and copy the the patented move or your favorite player. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We had a guy in our high school. He dressed like Pat. He believed he was Patrick Ewing. His first name was Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing isn't getting no titles. So I mean, you know, in close, so you guys. I mean, you talked about never being cut, not having experience. Of, of, no, I've been cut. Multiple you've been times. cut. I have, I've had, I had my share of experience for this this moment. So this I've been moment, cut. I've had leagues shut down on me out of nowhere. So I mean, I can't believe I it's like deja year, vu. We were talking about the XFL and the Arena Football League, and then same so, exact time too. It was like the, the timing was the exact same. I mean, I, I'm damn, so man, every, I feel like damn. every time you get something, you literally keep going wrong for you, huh? Hey, but you keep <laughs> keep figuring it out and climbing higher. That's the only way. Well, that's a good point. Where do you get that mentality from, Khalil? Because there's there's something about that, right? Facing a lot of us are afraid to face a losing season or getting cut. Right. How do you you know? How do you tell a young athlete? Because I know when I first got cut, I don't think I handled it the way I wanted to. Um, right. And and I think I took it like a, a failure and shut down and didn't didn't try out again. So how do you keep that ethic of like you know what? I'm gonna go next next play up, next situation up. I'm gonna keep adapting and trying until I get it. Uh, that's I've been cut. I've been out of I was out of football for three years before I actually got signed. So I mean, right after college, I didn't get drafted anywhere. I didn't play anywhere. I did, I worked at a doggy daycare for three years to pay for training, and ended up training myself. That's why I'm doing personal training now because I, I had to train myself for three years in order to be prepared to make it to where I ended up making it. So. Uh, right after college, I, like I said, I got no NFL shots. So I was doing CFL tryouts. I did uh, nine total CFL tryouts over that three-year period. Tried out for the same team four times. Uh, and on that fourth time, I ended up getting picked up. And I went up to Winnipeg. And, uh, you know, that season I went out there and, and won rookie of the year for the team, broke a bunch of rookie tackle records, broke a bunch of records for the team. And, uh, I mean, that's where I met my wife, actually. But um, That's incredible. I, and congratulations. That's just the only thing – that's the only thing I knew. So, I mean, I always knew I wanted to be a professional football player. So, for me, there was no plan B at the time. So, I, I did whatever I could to make it work. I was Googling where, where trials were and flying to different states and doing all kinds of things to, to try out and uh, – and, and play professional football. And that, that lasted me for six years after that. So, I mean, for me, once the AAF ended last year, it was just like, you know, we know how to do this. 
this is this is what we've been doing. So that led me into the, going to the studio with Deontay, and then this thing happens, and once again, it's the same thing. So for me, it's just this is how life is. You get curveballs, and, you know, sometimes you knock it out the park. Sometimes the base hits, sometimes you strike out, but you always get another at bat until, yeah. you know, you're buried. So for me, it's just like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just keep, chipping away at the wall until I break through and get to where I eventually want to be, so. Right on. Well, that's amazing what you said in your bio, too, is that all those years of strength and conditioning, even what right. some people may see as a frustration of, of, of not making their dream come true at the timing that they expected it to come true, right. all that training has helped you build your body, build your health, and become someone who's a resource now for for anybody who needs it right um, so it sounds like right you, you weren't just getting you were building experience in in many realms of right. uh, health leadership and fitness it wasn't you know multiple different training philosophies multiple different coaches i mean it's just all adapting that's what this all is you know when yeah. it comes to fitness it's about you working out and your body adapting to it and when it comes to this and and just life in general is just whoever adapts the best is the one who ends up on top. So for this, just like anything else, we all just have to adapt. And the ones that, that figured out the fastest will be the ones to, to come out of this shining on the other side. And the ones who don't will, you know, they'll learn a lesson. Well, yeah. not, not, you know, just to quote, you know, my binge watch of Ozark, you know, it's adapt or die. You know, right. That's exactly. right. I'll admit it. I finished season three. I did it. I did it. Doggy dog. Doggy dog. Natural <laughs> selection. No, yeah, you definitely got to be able to. This is a time, like, like I say, you got to like think of anything possible to be creative, to be able to come. There's ways to survive this if you just be creative and be thoughtful and just like go for what you actually want. This is a time for like you don't got to like, it don't cost you nothing to go for what you want. Like, you know, like, it don't cost you nothing. Your thoughts don't cost you nothing. It don't cost you nothing. Just, like, jot something on pieces of papers and just have it develop. So when the world do open back up, everything that you want, you already got it listed down. It's already not only, not only that, but you can look at it another way. I mean, there's, there's players, you know, when you're playing that you may feel like um, have advantages over you, but this kind of evens the playing field. I mean, everybody's in the same situation with the same, you know, tools to train. Everybody has to be in the house and gyms are closed down or whatever, whereas someone may have had a way better training facility than you before. Now you guys both have the same thing. So exactly. I mean, now the playing field is even. Even. Everybody's doing the same exact thing right same now. Same so, exact thing. Yeah, I just want like to take back on what you guys said, not that we're throwing too many books at people, but I know they got time to spare. But I, I finished one called Atomic Habits. And if you look on Atomic Habits slash uh, AtomicHabits.com slash parenting, AtomicHabits.com, I think, slash training, there, you know, Atomic is a very small unit. And what the book focuses on is making changes. If you could become a 1% better athlete, right. what would that be, right? Because we're always focusing on, like, I get frustrated. Oh, man, I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to gain 15 pounds of muscle. Like, you know, these, these achievements, which when you're balancing your job and everything else is not as easy as uh, when, when, when you were just a college student, right? So making about a 1% shift, I can watch, I can watch, you know, reduce my sugar. One, you know, I can, you know, make sure I add one extra session a week of flexibility or strength. 
Right. Or, or mentally, like right. Deontay started to say, goal setting is super important because when you start to look at where do I want to be at the end of 2020, then I got to fill in the blanks of how am I going to get there. Right. Right. You still got to get there. Yep. Still got to get there. And you look at what's yeah, in your it. control and what your resources are, and, and and then you start to look around and see, wow, my my you know my potted plant or my uh, Evian water bottle, it works. Right. <laughs> you can really just zero in on one aspect of your game to improve on it. That's what I mean. If you listen to Kobe speak ever, that's what he did every off season. He picked one aspect of his game to improve on, and then he just eventually all those pieces come Put together. together. You. you a wall at that point. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you guys for making time out of your busy day and your new ventures. I'm glad uh, we got this scheduled in, and I know it's been a crazy month, and I appreciate you, uh, you know, everything you've done. You show us a lot, what, what four or five weeks of determination, of mindset. You've, you know, built new businesses and new directions, and the fact you're willing to put yourself out there for others. Uh, and continue to grow that platform uh, is, is you know, it's needed. And uh, there's a lot of athletes out there looking for, for role models and directions right now. And hearing your voices, uh, I think, is going to give them uh, a leg up. Because one thing that does suffer is motivation. When people right. are home, they're used to getting it from the locker room or from seeing other people. Right. Uh, so what's one thing you do to motivate yourself? Maybe you guys... Close us off with each one from each of you. Get up every day, man. I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. I get it. I got a 10 year old kid. I got my son on a on a workout regimen. The same thing with me. So that's just this is motivating just to be able, like he said, to get up and just be able, like, to spend time and focus in on on just your child and just see that and just you know, I'm cooking every day. That's like one of my good hobbies as well. You know, just just being in tune to things like that. Right on. Uh, I mean, for me, I mean, he's a 10-year vet in the Perry game, but my little one's only – he's about to be five months. So, for me, I've, I've never had that type of motivation. It's always been me and myself and my mind. So, now – I like how you checked your shoulder. You're like – you expected him to get the escape from the jumper. I was just seeing what he's doing. I, he's a year from now, be careful. They start to hop out of the crib. All of a sudden, you'll be sitting there in the living room. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's already doing that with, with Ryan. So. Sorry, I'm having yeah. flashbacks. Sorry. <laughs> oh, good. But, yeah, I mean, I just wake up and see these two every day. So, I mean, that's my motivation to do whatever I got to do. So Yeah, it's beautiful what you guys say. You know, a lot more in the stillness, in the lack of ability to go places. I think there's more opportunities for gratitude um, right. for, for the people in our lives, for the space that we have, whatever it may be. Uh, you know, we have uh, four rooms in the house and the rain was leaking in one of the rooms. I was so thankful for the other three. You know, right. Right. it's not a perspective you often get. But when things are dangerous outside in the world and you have to stay at home, you, you appreciate uh, and appreciate the, the kitchen table that we get to share and eat at it and clean it together. And even though that gets met right. with uh, resistance right. and uncomfortability, it's all about team. It is about family. Right. Uh, yeah. learning how to communicate uh, in a better, sure. better improved manner. All right, guys, and signing us out, tell people how to reach you once more. And uh, thank you again for so much. And we hope to, to keep getting your expertise on the show as things continue to grow for you. No, thank you, sure. Rich, man. We appreciate you uh, for having us out, man, and having us do this talk, man. It's really appreciated. Uh, once again, people can reach me at uh, Instagram, Fort Porter, uh, DB. 
Uh, also, same thing as the email as well. Go ahead and shoot me a DM, however you guys want to do it. Uh, man, let's keep working. Let's keep going. Uh, mine is relentless underscore bastard with two S's like my last name and then the number two after that. And uh, you can also find me at my website, uh, fitmamabyje.com. Uh, if you got, you know, your wife or your girl or if this is any women listening, just check us out. Uh, we'll keep you in shape during this time. So. Excellent. I'm definitely going to pass that on to my loved ones. Definitely. Well, thank you again, guys. And for all my listeners, uh, if you got any questions for our guests today and uh, you want to shoot them to my Instagram, at Richard Listens, we'll get them passed along uh, and hope to get an answer from you. As always, uh, appreciate your support, checking in with our high performers and a variety of realms. These gentlemen with excellence in football, nutrition, training, uh, mean a lot to me. And I'm thankful to the guests and listeners of the Richard Listen Show. If you haven't been to my patreon.com slash Richard Listens page, you can get advanced content and sign up to be on our mailing list and be a supporter of the show. Thanks again, everybody. I'm Richard Listens, and I'm out. I'm a big fan of MMA sports. It's rough and elegant at the same time. I think my number one fear of stepping into a ring like that would be protecting my teeth. Luckily, the guys over at Impact Dental Designs have created an amazing mouth guard that is state of the art. These mouth guards are currently being used by some of the best MMA fighters, but even better, they can be tailored to any sport. Football, hockey, boxing, soccer, the list is endless. Head over to impactdentaldesigns.com slash richardlistens to get 20% off your order and a free customized design for your mouth guard. Lastly, I'd like to proudly mention our sponsor, Injitsu.com, providing remote at-home training from some of the world's top MMA fighters. These classes are not pre-recorded. These trainers come to you live and coach you for the duration of the session. I've personally taken a few of these classes and I've never felt so inspired and accomplished in a workout session. They'll leave you both on the floor in exhaustion and with a drenched shirt. There are still slots available for online classes, so head over to injitsu.com slash richardlistens to get your first class free. That's I-N-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash richardlistens. Take care, everyone.